Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 195 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. When you said uh, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about, you know, I'm reading this book, I'm reading that book. Mm. I want to ask you, are you reading these books or are you listening to books on tape? I just finished my second or third book on tape. So you're not reading books. I am reading books. You In, in addition to? I'll let you know. In addition to or... Yeah. Okay, so you're you're not calling reading books listening to books same thing. I am, but both though. That's like okay. I'll give you an example. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve books I've air quotes read this year. Um, nine of them I've read. Three of them I've listened to. So, wait. So so nine. You've read nine. You the book. You don't get to count a book you listen well, to as read. What if I absorb the content? And you absorb the content. So you would say, I absorb the content of, of that 12 That takes a books. long time, doesn't it? Yeah. No, I think it's cheating, though, because I, here's a lot of times Ooh, people- I just ATC that bitch. I don't read it. I absorb the content, baby. I think a lot of people, um, you know, they'll, they'll as soon as you start saying that you read, or I read this book, I read that book, people, I think, immediately get defensive because they're like, you think you're better than me because you read a book. Mm-hmm. And where do you find time to read books? And then they give you a list of shit that they have to do- that doesn't allow them the time. I'm that's a, a parent. good argument. You know what I mean? But that's why I'm doing it because I want to prove that I'm better than people. But I would just say, here's how you could do that. I mean, you could do you, now. I want literary I've never, factual. I've listened to maybe ten thousand podcasts. I don't know, whatever. And I've listened to ones like, <laughs> like uh, serial. You know that are that are almost like movies. Dude, I've read forty eight thousand pages of the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> well, what my point was, <laughs> I've never listened to a quote unquote book on tape so do you believe because you have that you get the same amount of information or do you believe you get more do you retain more of the information and do you get the same amount of enjoyment i'll hang up and listen for your answer uh i didn't think i would but Which? I, but i didn't think i would get as much enjoyment i thought it'd be sort of like like i don't know like cheating or maybe Maybe that person would read faster than I would because I read slower than them. Well, you're so not I, reading along. No, but I mean, like, if I read the same book and I listened to, which I have done with Game of Thrones, nay, Song of Ice and Fire, like, uh, like maybe they speed over something, or even more so, like, say I'm reading something and they're talking a lot about like a, the locale. They're saying like the green grass and and this and the the tumbleweeds and blah blah blah. Sometimes my brain goes, yeah, 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 the stuff around it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I sort of gloss over like like in, perfect example, in Song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones, uh, George R. R. Martin's books would be about eight pages long if he didn't describe the food that they were eating. Mm-hmm. He will spend like 12 pages going, there was roast duckling in a brine of onion and garlic and he'll go on and my brain kind of goes, blah, 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 food, right? Mm-hmm. In an audio book, there is no um, tuning out. Like, so they right. read every word. So sure. you have to soak it up. That being said, I just uh, listened to a book called I Hunt Killers. Mm-hmm. And it was 
dude, it was great because I felt like I read this book. And if I read this book, I wouldn't know any information I don't know. I got all the content and I was able to paint the basement. Maybe maybe we're making the turn, but you you can you can't be as pretentious if you listened. No, I like to be pretentious. If someone goes, I listened to six audiobooks this summer. I'd go. Well, I listen to eighty podcasts. Big deal. Yeah, right. But I mean, now, if you said I sat down, because that means you cleared your calendar, because reading is so important to you that you sat down and did nothing else. It it's not. I, I painted the whole time, but and I drove my car. Are you so like when when I read a book? Um, you know, or people say like I, you're they're transported to wherever they are in the mm. book. You know what I mean? They see themselves as the character, or they, I think it's the like same. you know, like the never ending story, just exactly like that happens mm-hmm. with me. Yeah, uh, or, like yeah, become yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm asking you, you you feel the same way though? Did you feel like you were Bastion or Atreyu? Um, I'm never Bastion. You never admit to being Bastion. No, <laughs> totally a beta male. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I would, I would, I'm not, but I would like to be that big guy with the leveler that pushes the East rocks. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that eat the rock eater. He's the do. Is that his name? I don't know. He's the dopest I mean, character ever. Now I see why you this <laughs> that guy's the best. <laughs> well, so in real life, I would be the mud that sucks in that unicorn or whatever. The thing that just no, the nothing. Yeah, the nothing just, just comes and he takes goes away in the mud. All but happiness. He sinks in like the quicksand, the mud, and it all just takes him. That's <laughs> <Yes>. me <laughs> or my wife. One of the two of us is the nothing. What if you're both in nothing? Together we combine to be the bog of eternal stench and the nothing at once. It's like being at First Street and First Street at the nexus of the universe. She'd be insulted if I called her that, but then I was like, no, but I'm the bog of eternal stench. And she'd be like, yeah, well, if I got to pick one. She'd be like, you're dumb. Only any of that stuff. What are you even talking about? She'd be like, Get a like, life. I don't, what bogs? Why are you talking about bogs? The kid, Shut up. Get the painted. kids need to go to Bellaboo. Head on out. <laughs> Start painting and get get Dexter's Cub Scout patches ironed on. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you. I was thinking about that like two weeks ago, and I kept forgetting to ask you. And I was like, I'm going to put this guy on the spot. And I guarantee he's going to tell me 12 out of 12 books he listened to. And I was going to say, you mm. didn't read them. Do you, but you know, dude, there's – I told. well, first of all, I told you I sat in Grindhouse and tried to read a book and couldn't. Yeah. Tried to read a Sam Harris book while punk rock music's playing. That's a no-go. That's a no-go every time. But there's there's few things more pretentious than sitting somewhere where people can see you mm-hmm. and reading a book by Sam Harris called The Moral Landscape. Like you actually had a physical book, or were you like reading Hard on your phone? Back. Really? Where do you even Hard get a book? Where do you get a book? One of those like walk up libraries that the hippies go to. Yeah, the uh, where you t- uh, take a book, take a, and book. Leave a book. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I gave them my old good housekeeping magazines. Took a Sam Harris book. I fleeced them. Take a Harvey Woodlawn. <laughs> Fleece them. <laughs> Drop off a Reader's Digest. Funny that you mentioned that, though, because when when I, I haven't read much fiction, right? It's all been uh, nonfiction. And, I guess that's it. But it's all been like autobiographies, nonfiction, stuff like that, where they don't do a ton of narrative. Like, they tell a story. But I was listening to this I Hunt Killers book, and it turns out that I do the same thing that when I read a physical book or I listen to it, when you listen to fiction, they they tell you what's going on in the person's head. You know, they'll say, you know, so-and-so heard a knock at the door. He clumsily got up and grasped for the handle of the... He couldn't find the knob, so he felt... They describe every right. single thought. What happens when I either audiobook or read a book, I find myself doing that. I, I find myself narrating my own stupid life. Like, in my head, like, I hear my voice going, he looked for his keys, but like, he, but he fumbled. Like, I'll go, like, 
he normally like, not <laughs> while you're doing that, but you're saying like yeah, afterwards, yeah, no. later in the day, no, because during. you're used to hearing really real, real time. So you're listening to it, it tell you a story, and then you're like, he dipped the roller back into the roller pan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine like like whatever you're doing in your normal daily life, you're just doing it, and you got like Howard Cosell and the other guy up in the booth just play right. by playing it. I'll mm-hmm. play by play what I'm doing. I'll be like, if he could only find those jeans in time, he sniffs them. Have these been worn before? He wasn't sure, so we put them on. I will inside out, dude. That's is that. That's got to be what crazy people do, yeah. right? Or or do crazy people have n- that? No, no, you're right. That's gone. Time. You're right. The first time. that was right. The first yeah. time. Yeah. Well, I just wonder because so there's no audio track though too where where it's it, there's like sound effects. I guess some do, but I have okay. not listened to one that does. Because that. I, I I talked about this way early on, and when we started podcasting many years ago, I had this like love for old time radio stories and, and, and long, like when I was little, little, probably like seven, eight, nine, ten. I used to stay up and listen. I had little, uh, um, Colts like had like a little helmet radio and I just put it next, like almost like a transistor. Probably was a transistor radio next to my bed. Yeah. And I would listen to like, uh, whatever AM station it was, Chuck Shaden. And I would, you know, he would play, wow. I think between 10 and midnight, like detective um, stories or something like that. Dragnet. I mean, the real. It wouldn't be like you know. It'd be like the real stories that our grandparents listened to. So Charlie yeah. McCarthy, anything, and it would skip around. So, so you'd hear Green Hornet, and then it would be Lone Ranger, and then it would skip to like I said, Bob Hope, Charlie wow. McCarthy. Hmm. So they would be like I don't know, like ten minute little series, yeah. and then you hear yeah. like War of the World. Like on one Sunday, they'd be like, we're gonna do War of the Worlds this week. So I always always into that like radio drama. And that's probably why when people say like, well, how, why do you produce your podcast? I sort of feel like I go back and, and, and in time and I go, well, this is what I always enjoyed was having some sort of um, like uh, music to go along or sound effects because I don't think it, it, it's necessary. But, but just like in the movies, like people, we were talking about this on social media about uh, the music that we put in the podcast and everybody has an opinion, obviously. And I guess even in your normal life, if you think about it, if you go, you consciously think about it, go one day, you will just, I guess, write down every all the music you hear. I mean, you'll go and you'll hear, you know, people's car stereos as they drive by. You go into a store and there's music playing in the store and you go, you know, you're, you're making a phone call and they put you on hold and there's music going on. That It's constantly in our lives, but we don't notice it. Some people were saying... I listen to your podcast all the time, and, and I I heard an episode, and there was like some music accompanying some of the stories, and I was like, yeah, and and they're like, I get to do that all the time. I never noticed it before. Then I went back and listened to the episode before, and I couldn't believe it. There was music huh. in it, and then some people go, wow, there's too much music in the podcast. So I guess it just depends on what you're doing when you're listening, and uh, you know sometimes that stuff fades into the background, but I feel like it creates a tone. Well, yeah, personally, it's, it's like audio scenery. Yeah, so. Um, I've always been, uh, I've always enjoyed that part of, of radio. So I wanted to ask you about the books on tape because I was sort of wondering, do they have, are they accompanied by audio sound effects or anything to change tone or? I've heard that the World War Z book is supposed Mm. to have like zombie noises and different voices and like they actually have character actors. Yeah, I think so. I think like some will have teleplay. Maybe some will have a few. I've never listened to one with more than one voice. It's always just been one dude reading. And you're what? What app are you using? Or a woman? Um. Oh, I'm using the one that I got for free from the library. Okay, I just wonder if like any of those apps, if you could specifically search for ones that are. 
like I know there's, so if you are the author of a book nowadays uh, in a big publishing house, they want you to read your own book. So if Sam Harris wrote no. a book, well, they it, would want Sam Harris to write a book, right? Yeah. Or read want, his book. They want celebrities. Oh, that carpet. The way it goes from wall to wall. Just doing what it does. Multiple colors. and I walk on you, sweet carpet. You keep my feet padded when they're bare and... Oh, I might stain you from time to time, but uh, but then if I was it's gonna an unknown. They'll have like the dude from uh, Third Rock from the Sun or something. You know yeah, what I mean, so that's what. But if if you're if you're uh, Stephen King, you wouldn't want Stephen King to read the book. You would want Stephen King to pick somebody to read the book on his. Yeah, behalf. Stephen Hawking's too. It takes forever. <laughs> Sounds like Devo. Written by Stephen Hawking. <laughs> so the universe is very vast and huge. That actually might be interesting. Probably not too much, but um, you drone out like you 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 lose it. Yeah, yeah so no, it answers a lot of questions. A lot it hinges on whoever. I feel like I cannot subscribe to another application. I have so many paid services between mm. Netflix and Prime and Spotify, uh, you know, Spotify and cable. Uh, cable, yeah. I mean, I'm just you could just keep naming them, but yes, yeah. you get the point. And ones that I probably pay for. I remember I I think I told you I bought that stupid ABC Mouse for my daughter, and she oh, played it like too. ten times. She's like, it was a hundred dollars. I was like, yeah, we're I in. Did it too. I saw that commercial where the guy that's not tough is like, I grew up in a tough neighborhood and I had to be tough, but I don't want that for my daughter. And I was like, well, you're you're not <laughs> tough, but whatever. <laughs> really? I'll get past that. that. And uh, so I bought it, and I thought, oh, this is it's gonna spring my daughter to the next level. She she was like, this is. She found the games that were uneducational. Yeah. Like every now and then it'll let you play a game that's not really educational yep. and it's the only one she wanted to play. Yeah, my kid did the same thing. It's like there's a there's like one of the games is like feed your feed your hamster and like build a hamster cage and stuff and then watch him run around. That's what he would do. Like a Tamagotchi. I'm like, hey, look, there's a yeah, like a feed your pet every day mm. thing and clean his cage. I was like, Look, there's a math thing. <laughs> like you can like do the math like the the do the leapfrogs across the pond. He's like, Yeah, no, no, I want to feed the fish. <laughs> He's like, Get bad, old man. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, I paid $100. And then I thought to myself, did I click on that button that says just go ahead and automatically bill me? Am I being billed? Do you ever think about, is there, I don't do the bills. I never have. I have no idea what our bills are, uh, which is probably, that's what keeps me sane. But in the back of my head, it makes me crazy too because I'm like, I bet you she's racking up the bills and there's, you know, and, and I have no idea. But I wonder how many things I'm paying for that I subscribed. Oh, another one I pay for is, um, I think I told you before, is a, it's a music app. It's called uh, Musician. It's a guitar app. Oh, you bought that thing? Yeah. So I wanted to check it out because uh, it basically teaches you can learn finger picking. You can yeah. you, you can learn all kinds of different you know, guitar uh, soloing and blues chords and blues notes and you know whatever. Uh, what do you call it? Slide guitar. YouTube, you can do all kind of stuff. YouTube really wants me to buy that app. So I bought it, and it was just like again, it was like a hundred bucks straight up. And it's wow. all you. It's all. But it's. I think it's a hundred dollars, and you could just. It's just for guitar. Every lesson. Then there. if you pay, I don't know what that. Whatever their extended one is, it's for like all instruments. So you could you could you know you do the same stuff but with ukulele or drums or whatever the case. Okay. But um so anyway, I bought. Dude, I'd it. be pissed if I paid a hundred bucks just for ukulele. I bought it, and I'm like playing it. And it, but the best thing it does, 
from what I found, it gauges where you are. It sort of has like, you know, like in college, you could test out of like zero math. Or yeah. Zero, you, you, it gets I've you, heard of people doing that. Yeah. Well, it, it gets you to a point where it's like, hey, you might want to buzz past a bunch of the in, entry level stuff and just get to to where you're at. And I, and I thought, well, I'm going to probably, if I do that, I'll be all the way at the end and it'll be a waste of a hundred dollars. Yeah. But I realized it wasn't the you're case. You're like, boy, I'll be an expert right away. <laughs> it wasn't the case. Uh, so of course you'd think that. I want to meet the guy who paid a hundred bucks just to be good at triangle. That guy's a schmuck. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, I, I've always thought to myself, how many things out there am I paying for that are hidden in, and we oh, just, man. our bill comes, we pay it. We don't even really pay attention, you know? Yeah. And, uh, Apple charges me every month for some sort of storage fee. Like I like, like something in the, cloud. In, like in the cloud. I've, I don't access the cloud. I don't know how. Each month I just pay it. I'm like I don't know. I better just serve my masters. There's probably something that's in there that I might need at some. I'm like point don't in time. rock the boat. Or they're just gonna be like, yeah, your health insurance is gone because you signed. Like it's gonna be involved in there somehow. Well, you did answer some questions for me in regards to the the audio books. I it, did read a lot of books. Dude, it just is well, like. Well, let's hear the list. Okay. I want I want to see what you've read, and I guarantee. Well, let me let me make a bet right now. I'm saying out of 12, if I was you, out of 12, Mm -hmm. seven of those books are self-help. They're all um, about South Park. (laughs) Seven are self-help. That's my bet. Okay. That is Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by self-help. They're, well, they're self-help. They would be in the self-help section of the bookstore, so they would be like encouragement or mental edge. If it's a book to give you help, that's help. I'm not talking about like. Books how to teach you how to fix something. I just love George like, Carlin's old bit where he goes, he goes, if you didn't read the book, you didn't need any help. Everybody else in the listening audience and myself knows what I'm talking about. You're just playing games. So go no, ahead no, and... I know. I just want to say that George right. Carlin bit. Okay. All right. Here's, a, here's the books I've read so far in 2018. I got two months to go. Gang Leader for a Day. Give us a synopsis. Of each one? Well, I mean, I mean just right, this, this, quick. This was an Indian fella who went to the uh, Robert Taylor Holmes. Quick. Uh, a book about an Indian guy that goes to the hood. Okay. Uh, tribe. It's about how people are tribal. Mm. Uh, cardboard Signs. That is a religious slash self-help book. So ding, ding for that. But my cousin wrote it. Okay. So I support. <clears throat> Big Fat Truth. A book about how fat's not bad for you. You think it is bad. It's not bad for you. Cholesterol is a myth. Um, self-help. Okay. No, no. That was just about uh, Big Fat Truth. Big Fat Truth is not self-help. It's about health. I don't know. Uh, the Gift of Fear talks about uh, people's intuitions and how to follow them. And uh, it's not self-help, but it does talk about um, the, anything that, that's talk about like like spiritual uh, growth or mental growth or anything like that. I continue, that's self-help too. I don't you know think what I mean? the Gift like, of Fear is self-help, but maybe it's teaching you how to harness this and move forward through it and how it's health healthy. And I'll let you have it because I don't care. All right. Uh, ne- <laughs> Never Split the Difference. That is a book on negotiation. How to negotiate your way through life. So that could be self-help if you like. Uh, Extremely Picky Eaters. That's a book to help my kid eat food. <clears throat> uh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Make Your Bed by James... Who's the FBI fella? James Comey? Comey, I think. I think. He was an FBI. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's him or not. But it's called Make Your Bed. I forget the author. Uh, Waking Up by Sam Harris. Maybe you're more right than I thought. Ten Reasons to Quit Your Social Media Accounts Right Now. Yes, I'm I'm getting writer every second. And I Hunt Killers. Okay. So I would say... Seven. No. One, two, maybe seven. Cardboard seven, one, two, three. 
don't know if self-help's a book about food, too. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're closer Listen, right than wrong. Listen, my feeling is this is the source of your depression. You need so. to read some better books. Well, it's either you, you, it's either fiction or a biography or this shit, right? I mean, maybe maybe that's the case. What's the maybe, other category? I, I don't know. I I feel like if like but, food books are self help, then I feel like them. there's there's just not much room for your mind to to wander. It's like this is hmm. very specific information. You know what I mean? It's like it's like reading the owner's manual to a, a laser jet printer. Not fun. I'm partway done with the moral landscape as well, and free will. Yeah, see, I mean, partway uh, done. Yeah, I don't know. That's maybe, and there's a couple. That's maybe that what's I going on with you? Yeah, listen, I, I I hate to even bother to ask any anybody, but uh, you know, if you could throw Ben a couple of uh, suggestions mm. on something that might be interesting for him to read, yeah, uh, I, or me, I have whatever. a bunch in the queue, but they're all audio. I've often now. they're all I, audio. I know I've now. talked about this again. Is the Hey My Man Book Club? I think Ooh. it's a great idea. Audio book club. I mean, that's probably the easiest <laughs> thing to do for everybody. Yeah, dude. You can, uh, dude, it's I like think you it, get one free book from Audible. They don't sponsor us, but I'm pretty sure on all the podcasts that I've ever listened to, they. Well, if we can get everybody into book, we're club. the only podcast that doesn't get sponsored by Audible. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. When you can knock a book out going to and fro from work, it seems like a no brainer to do. Somebody on Facebook once was like, "Hey, does it count if it's an audiobook?" And then somebody's like, "Yeah, dude. If you if." You got that book in you, it counts. And then it was just all bets are off. You know, uh, I, I've told you in the past that my dad had this really weird, like, he had an affinity for, like, some of the stuff that I you, you'd be surprised. Like, he he loved Dancing with the Stars. I always tell you, like, he, he liked, like, dancing shows. Like, super macho. <laughs> yeah. But then you'd be like, you know, he would all, he'd be like, I'm going to see uh, Barbara Streisand this weekend with your mother. And he'd come back and he'd be like, oh, it was Barbara was, you know, on point. Or, you know, he'd be like, we're going to see Liza Minnelli or like just very, very odd. Like in the, so weird. yeah, it was just, it just didn't, it just didn't fit. So weird how all those tough guys love the crooners too. It's like, they just like, I'm saying, like, hey, like the moon in the sky. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's not tough at all. But well, it was just like, it, it didn't have to be tough because it was like. I don't know. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, this guy's got the voice of an angel. You know what I mean? Like, he, well, he would watch Walker, Texas Ranger. Like it, you know, he would watch a marathon of Walker, Texas Ranger, and then, like I said, he he would be talking about uh, figure skating. He'd be like, "Oh, did you see?" Uh, you know, or he'd be like, "Hey, let's watch Ice Castles," or uh-huh. like, you know, some uh, what's that stupid other one where they everyone's yelling right now? Uh, the ice, the other ice skating movie where the chick says toe pick. Oh, uh, do you know it? Cutting edge. The cutting edge. See, I mean, I don't know. I'm and, not gay. And, yeah. So he he would he would he would like just this weird. It was not a. It's yeah. I don't want to say like it was this huge range because it wasn't. It was either here or here. You know what I mean? There was there was there wasn't that much to mess around in between. It was like super femi or <laughs> superman. Either tough guy or the expressive <laughs> art of dance. <laughs> That's wild, man. So. The uh the other day we had some time off. My mom had taken uh, my son was in Washington buying his rat hat, and my my daughter was with my mom um at the museum. So my wife's like, "Hey, let's go to the movies," which she hates going to the movies. She always she never wants to go to the movies. She's like, "It's a huge waste of money. I it's it's a waste of the day because you go into the movie theater and then you come out and it's just like, what else? Are we you know now the day's blown. And, you know whatever." But uh, we decided to go to the movies. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what is at the movies. And uh, 
she goes, let's go see that movie with that guy you really like. You have like a man crush on. Then I'm in this position where I go like, I don't, my, my, my normal instinct is to go, I don't have a man crush on anyone. So I don't know what kind of movie, who, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. How dare you, is. mother. And then I start throwing out names, which is even worse because she's like, no, no. And I'm thinking like, why am I suggesting I have man crush? Like who, she goes, am I like trying a, to find. He looks like a non-retarded version of that guy you podcast with. Well, so that that's what it ended up being. So you you kind of you kind of you kind of shit on my story <laughs> a little bit. So I'm and, helping I, your story. I, I yelled out twenty five different names, and then uh, she finally goes, "No, not him, but Lady Gaga's in it." And I'm like, "Lady Gaga's in a movie? Yeah, it's a remake of a move of an old movie with Lady Gaga and uh, that that guy from that movie where you love all of his movies." And uh, ended up being uh, Bradley Cooper, like you said. Aha. So I already know you read my tweet. So I was trying to think like Steve Buscemi. Who else would you have like a man crush on? So um, she goes, let's go to the movie theater. We we pack up. We're like, she's like, the movie is right now. Now we live close enough to the movie theater. But of course, there's two theaters. There's Showplace 12. I I just am curious, though, like this was you and my wife. You and your wife. Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. I thought you said your mom. No, did I? No, I said my wife. No, I mean we were talking about your dad, and then oh. I just translated it. So there's two there's two theaters, Showplace Twelve and Showplace Sixteen. They're probably the one right around the corner from the other one. But I hate them. So you can't much. you can't get out of your car. You can't walk if you're like on a time crunch from one to the other. If you go no. to the wrong one, yeah, it's like four blocks. Or so I tell her. I go, hey, which one is it? She goes, it's sixteen. It's sixteen. So we're running and gunning. We get in there, we go to pay, we're like, hey, we're here to see this movie, and the guy's like, we're there for the 11.30 showing, he's like, oh, we only have 12.45, and I'm like, it's impossible. Is it possible that, you know, you're not showing this one on the computer anymore because it's currently playing? He's like, no. Right. And then my wife's like, oh, it's it's 12, it's 12, this isn't 12, so again, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Why? all you had to do was look. We live far enough away that you could have looked it up and confirmed, but she won't confirm. Yeah. She just goes with whatever she says. And then she figures I'm fifty percent chance I'm going to be right. There's a huge number outside the building, too, sixteen or twelve. So yeah, we go to the other movie theater. We get in there. And Dude, you hate Showplace as much as I do. I, you know what? After you, because of the podcast and you expressing your hatred toward going to the movie, I, I don't really have any reason to go to the movie. I after. love, I really do, really enjoy going to the movies. Showplace does everything they can to suck that joy out. Of me, but I will find ways to circumvent it, whether it, whether it be sneaking in rotisserie chicken, or or that's or, what my wife or hiding was... in a dumpster and jumping in after the movie started. Dude, I will if you make it that bad for me, I will find a way. She you goes, well, do you, you want to bring pops? You want to get pops and go sodas? to the movie? Th- no, 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 pops, pops roast beef, like food <laughs> from pops. I told you the one time she had she had uh, steak and shake with my son. She was in there. She yeah. pulled it out of her purse. She ate a full steak and shake. So she goes, you want, should we get pops? I'm like, I'm not taking pops. And she goes, it's not against the rules. I said, the hell it isn't against the rules. They have their own concessions. They do not want you bringing outside food. They don't want you bringing outside food, but they didn't say you couldn't bring outside food. No one's ever said you can't bring they outside food. They also force your hand by making their food so crummy and so expensive. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're, they're not telling you to bring in outside food, but they're like, listen, we're not saying bring food. Don't bring tacos that cost you $8. 
Because if you want, uh, we'll give you like a Diet Coke and this shitty pizza for $22. But, but, you, but we're not saying what to do, just whatever you think y- is best. You know as well as I do, the only thing that's separating you from complete satisfaction in the movie theater is a pimple-faced teenager or two. So what are they really going to do about it if you do? Not much. So which especially is, which... if you walked in with a bunch of burgers or like, you know, like a, like a Crave case, they might be like, hey, sir, you need to, you need to take that out. Yeah. But if you do, a, if you, if you go out of your way a little bit to, to yeah. hide it, then like no one's going to say just carrying the it's six don't ask, it's don't ask, arm. don't tell. <laughs> yeah. If you're carrying the six pack under your arm and just right. walking in. So we get in there and. They want you to bring in tacos, which is why I do. I, I want to say this for the record. I have always respected lady gaga as far as like i don't like, i don't like her music but i mean like i respect the fact that she's a good singer and i, I so like you know, when whatever. poker face came out you were like that's an artist no i just go because like, i've, I've, right I've heard her something. sing before and i go you know she's clearly a talented person i'm not gonna take that away from her well i, I won't either i've but... said the same thing about jerry garcia i hate the grateful dead but i i, I give credit where credit is due these guys are definitely he can write music. stuff that yeah. makes me fall asleep so yeah but um, thing about lady gaga is now we know she's good because now she pulls out the piano and whatnot. That's what, dude. I, when she came out with Poker Face, nobody knew. I, I'm so far removed from that. Okay. I'm just saying, like, from what I've seen of her, you know, f- from what I know, she's good. She's good people. People are saying. Um, I could. I didn't even know what she looked like for many years because she had a meat hat and I, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so I, I, thought... I was very curious. My wife was under the impression. That she was really like real ugly or something was wrong with her and she's trying to hide it. That's why that's she why wore all these. Yeah. yeah, which you know whatever. Maybe that's she. Who knows what her reasoning was? I think but. she wasn't like perfect beauty. So mm. you know what I mean. She had like a. Well, I will say she this. go to like Juilliard or not. No, that's an acting school, right? She went to like some. I, music I think school. they do both. Oh, okay. She went to some like fancy like arts school. Mm-hmm. So even though she did poker face, like she's trying to sell records, but this chick can do some shit. So we went to see this movie, A Star Is Born, like starring Fergie. her and Bradley Cooper. Who Bradley Cooper, in my opinion, I, I and I'm sure you're gonna throw one out there. He's so never been in a bad movie, dude. So like handsome. this guy, I just think uh, maybe I shouldn't say he hasn't been in a bad movie. He's not bad in anything. I like Bradley Cooper in everything mm. he's ever done. Now yeah. I'm not saying Bradley Cooper is the greatest. I'm just saying everything he's ever done, I appreciate. Yeah, he, much he, like Ed Norton. Like, I there's not much that Ed Norton has done where I'm like that. This this sucked. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen like a, his effort. I don't think I've ever seen a Bradley Cooper movie where I was like, that dude really bugged me in that movie. Or <laughs> right. He was bad in it. He's right. always pretty good. Yeah. Well, so I'm He's not going to real I, good in a couple of. Things I don't want to review the movie, but I will tell you this. He in this movie, so a star, a star is born, is basically the story of a. Of a, a musician on the downslide who basically walks into nowhere America and finds Lady Gaga doing her thing, recognizes her talent, somewhat is smitten by her, brings her on, brings her to up on stage as he's trying to to woo her and has her like come in front of his huge audience and sing a, you know a song with him. He sees then, something in her and he was right. And then the tides turn. He's out the door. She's the new hot thing, and it creates you know. Although they're in love, then he there's jealous. You know, there's all this that happens. Yeah. Like he's going down, she's coming up. Same yeah. thing. So uh, one thing that was really interesting was is he's he's like a, co- a country singer. Now this has been done a couple times. Yeah. Now, but I've never seen Chris Christopherson and Babs and Babs. Will. Yeah. I've never seen the first version. No, me neither. So not watching she, anything with Barbara Streisand. She she. Uh, He's supposed to be he's supposed to be a country singer and I tell my wife I go this is ridiculous this guy has he is imitating Sam Elliott to a T the voice is almost as ridiculous as Batman 
Uh, mm. So people are going to be like, I didn't like this movie because Bradley Cooper went and did this like exact to a T Sam Elliott voice, right? Hmm. Next thing that happens, they introduce the guy who's playing his brother, his big brother in the movie, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. And he actually says, you know, there's a thing where he says, you stole my voice. Like, you're basically trying to imitate me because his brother was a country singer that he looked up to that sort of didn't make it as far as he did. So I go, son of a bitch, Bradley Cooper. I was so convinced that Bradley Cooper was was trying to be Sam Elliott, just like Christian Slater used to try to be Jack Nicholson, Mm -hmm. that I was like, this is pathetic. Like, dude, like, I mean, the voice is a little much. And then I realized he was actually supposed to be. You thought it was that, that. Spot on? It was spot, because I turned to my wife and go, this guy's trying to be Sam Elliott. Hmm. And I didn't realize Sam Elliott was in the movie. Perhaps I'm not that familiar with Sam Elliott's work. Sam Elliott? Uh, Do you know who Sam Elliott is? Yeah, I mean, I know him. I know his mustache is amazing. I've seen it. Dude, his mustache was on point in this movie. But anyway. Made his top lip take a vacation and didn't need to come back. You're not going to see it. Every single person in, Dice was in the movie. Yeah. And every single person in the movie... And was, his eyes were looking two different directions? Yeah, who told you that? I don't know. Some guy. I never noticed that before. Me either. My wife was like, she actually said to me, like, what's wrong with him? And I'm like, I, didn't, I was just I was just like blown away. I said, hey, it's Dice. It's I kept on telling her, it's, di- yeah. it's Dice. And she's like, so? That's crazy. But it's Dice. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey. So anyway. But not uh, over the top, as I understand it, not over the no, top. No, no. He, he, he played it as he should have. Mm. And... It was, I really enjoyed it. Hmm. And I came out of the movie and How I thought to it? myself, I am now 100% my dad. <laughs> I thought, oh, you turned- uh, it was a pretty good movie. Uh, you know, Bradley Cooper was, uh, you know, he was a very good performance by Bradley. And uh, I really, you know who I really like now? That Lady Gaga, I'll tell you. I never knew it before, but she is a handsome woman. And I didn't know it before. Because <laughs> at one point they show her laying on the bed and, and I go like this in the theater. <laughs> And my wife goes, she looks at me, she goes, really? You made that noise? Yeah, I go, oh, wow. She goes, what, now you're going to have a crush on a lady guy? Did you go, hacha, hacha, and elbow her? She goes, no, but she goes, pretty much. (laughs) She goes, you're going to have a crush on Lady Gaga now? I go, I might. If getting a bone in the movie theater means crush, then yeah. And and you know what? Here's the thing. I I I don't necessarily care about traditional beauty. I realize that. What's not traditional about her? Um, like she's short and squatty and she's got like your her side squatty? profile. She doesn't have a strong chin or nose kind of crooked, you know. Yeah. Why yeah. is she got a crooked nose? She had a fat ass too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Fat for like Hollywood standards fat. Yeah, just like you know, just she's she's not like just... fat like if you saw it like in the supermarket you'd be like, Holy mother, but if you saw it like next to like um yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, Heidi Klum. I, I, like, I would I don't know that it's necessarily like a you know, one that's been doing 500 million you know squats. Her you know, rear end know, is whatever. what her rear end is. I'm just saying. That's not the That's not why you, you, you asked me about her. I'm just trying. You said, I why is she not traditional? Her. I'm just telling you yeah. she's not traditional. She probably like 5'1". She's not She's tiny. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I don't work at the carnival. Hmm. But I will say that I was smitten with Lady Gaga. She is And really the something. fact that she. She's a little bit of all right. I feel like this. If you are a female that can <laughs> sing or play an instrument, you're immediately, you get three points. Right off the bat. I don't care what oh you look God. like. yeah. Like, well, though. Not if you're just some, not, like if, Melissa you're, McCarthy. not if you're Animal from the Muppets, okay? I'm talking about if you're decent. But if, not Melissa McCarthy. No. If not Melissa, Melissa Listen, McCarthy. if Melissa McCarthy all of a sudden can sing really well and play the shit out of the piano. I don't know, piano. man. See, see, you had to go through no, it. but a three, though. Yeah, okay. She'll be a three. She's now a three because yeah. before she was yeah. zero. Right. It was right. just not complimentary, right. so. you. you 
Thank you. We're back online. Right. I just but want to make sure. I really <laughs> just thought like Lady Gaga was an amazing actress, and that's why I was like, this person is so talented above and beyond. This is why I'm, I'm more like my dad right now. She's like I can't stop talking about freaking yeah, Lady Gaga. Oh, she had a glow about her. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but uh, but uh, and boy, I, the pipes! I am a you googly. What are they called? What are her little monster? Her googly? I'm, I'm a. I'm a I'm a I thought you you they were titties, go- no? googlers or I don't. No, her fans. You're trying they're to say little boobs. monster? No, they're no Bre- her fans. Breasts, Dave breasts. Whatever, but uh, still a fan of Bradley Cooper and now a fan of Lady Gaga. I even might consider well, go seeing her perform. Here's well, here's what I <laughs> we know Lady Gaga can sing. Yes. Can Bradley Cooper sing? Yeah, he can. Is that right? I mean, for what they had him do, he didn't get, you know, I mean, he's a little pitchy dog. He's not taking chances out there. No, he's not taking chances. And a lot of it was like, he had, they were, you know, his character had a hearing problem. Mm. So, like, there were times where he he was a little pitchy dog. And Mm -hmm. they, that was, you know, for the character, it worked out because as they, when he wasn't singing on stage and they didn't have, like, a huge production behind him. And he had him like just behind at the piano at his house, like he and he. It, it was always that that footage was when he was a little bit older, a little bit more washed up, okay. and his hearing was bad. So that sort of gave them excuse of like he he can't really hit those notes because he can't really hear what's happening. Right, so right. They, that's how they were able to do it. Which is why, like, I always play a guy who's really dumb on this show. Like, <laughs> right. I, I always ham it up and act like I'm right. You know, drinking even dumber smart. than normal. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I don't know how to use words, but and I drink a bunch. I felt uh, when I came out and I was just going, I was telling you before we started recording how my dad used to come out of them. I would go to see a movie with my dad and he would walk and he'd go, all right, well, what's your favorite part? Hey, you remember when this? And then before I could even answer, he would tell me his favorite part. Hey, you remember <laughs> when uh, when Steven Seagal encountered those guys in the uh, in the convenience store? I mean, he was coming home from work. He was he was wearing a shirt and tie and he, he took this guy's <laughs> shotgun from him. He pretty much shoved it right up the guy's, uh, you know, and, and he broke. Did you see how he broke that guy's arm? My I brother go, I just does. saw the movie. I was just in the movie theater with you. My brother Marco always does that, too. When we were younger, he used to always say, what's your favorite part? And it was like, just now? Like, you got to let, <laughs> let it simmer. And there's no simmer. There's just <laughs> like. Absolutely there's not. No, <laughs> sir, just but let he, it happen. But he wouldn't even let me tell him. He would only. I guess after a while, he would expect me to just be like, hey, Dad, what part did you like? And if I didn't, he would throw it out there by asking me, but then taking it right. He would just throw his answer out first. I like when people give a compliment. And I go, I like that. I like that part. I like when people give a praise or compliment, but they act like it's a question. Like, they'll go, boy, can she sing? Can she sing? (laughs) Can this girl sing? And it's like, is that a question? Because he's going, can this? Didn't you love the way this happened? It's like, well, I guess I did. If you're that emphatic about it, there is nothing not to love. She is. She is. Now, what what do you say to someone that goes like, oh, "This is an old story. I don't care about Lady Gaga. Everything's an old story." And just like in the movie, they say mm. there's twelve there's twelve notes between an octave. It's just how you know how how you how you tell that how you how you determine to yeah you know you're going to retell that story because everything through G and in between dog every single thing is a retelling of some old Shakespearean, you know, a take on this or a take on that. There's only so many themes. Yeah. You know, what can you do? Cain and Abel's been fished out. I mean, I sure. cannot wait until they reboot uh, Short Circuit. Yeah. Why, so, why is it? I don't know. Why is that thing? But the other thing, real quick, I, I, I hate reviewing movies, so I'm not going to review it. I finally saw. Look, we're not a movie reviewing show anymore. I, it's not even about reviewing Just the movie. I saw X Machina. I, I saw X Machina. I was yeah, running on I've the been treadmill. I've that off for like 11 years Do not now. put it off one second more. I did right? the same thing. I was on the treadmill and I'm like, 
yeah, you know what? I watched a Ron White comedy special the other day while I was on the treadmill, and I had to stop being on the treadmill because I was like, I need to pay attention to the Ron White comedy. I had to go back and watch it again because I was like, pay attention pretty, to comedy? It was pretty good. Wow. Well, no, because I was, I was like, I really wanted to... I wanted something that I don't really have to pay too much attention to, so I'm like, I don't really care about sci-fi. That's why it's always Ex Machina, whatever, and you know how I'm like, but I am obsessed. But that's like a heady sci-fi movie. But I am... I didn't really know. Hmm. I am obsessed with with AI and the takeover and I dude, had you need no Sam Harris in your life. I had no idea. Dude, this movie is insane. It's almost like it's weird though because it's like a it doesn't start or end. It's it's a slice of life is how I'll, how I'll, like it's, it's almost like sexy robots? No, it's like you came in um as a fly on the wall in this one particular part. It's got like a you know, it starts somewhere and it ends somewhere, but it's not, it's like you, there was a movie and then they cut the beginning and the end off and you just mm. saw the middle of it. There, I mean, you know, there's a clear ending. Like Michael Douglas and falling down if they never saw him get to the pier. Yeah. He just walks yeah. around and like talks shit to people. But no, there's a clear ending, but it's just like, I don't know. It just, it, it left me feeling it was just a weird way. Uh, it was, it was. Ex Machina uh, is like the city of Austin. Everyone that's experienced it tells me dude of course it's great like no one says it's not amazing uh but i just well, have, i heard howard stern talking it about yet. it forever like way back in the day when it came out okay and usually that's enough for me to to like it but he also likes star trek so i was like Rrr. and i don't like star i don't like sci-fi so i just didn't care so i put it on thinking i was gonna run i'm running and i'm you know whatever i don't have to pay that close attention i got off the treadmill and then started it over again. Yeah, that seems like a odd choice while you're oh, running. Oh my you're... goodness gracious! It's got to be mindless while you're running. I thought it was going to be just hot robot chicks. I, yeah. I didn't uh, like like in Austin Power. Your wife was on the treadmill next to you, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. no. What did you say when Lady Gaga was on? the That's bed? right. I went like, oh. <laughs> just made I, I would have set off the lunk alarm at the uh, at the. Uh... <laughs> you just made the noise. Yeah, that's what that's the noise I made. I love it, and but then she and she like, literally, but you know what. I will say she talked the whole freaking movie every single like my grandma. Unreal. I turned into my dad. She turned into my grandma. Where and the whole movie was uh, the theater was filled with blue hairs except for me and my. Oh my wife. god! Is that her hair? It was a matinee, and she would turn and she and she's talking as loud as I am to you right now. Do you believe this or that? look at the eyebrow? Is she wearing? And I'm like, it is a <laughs> movie. She goes so. What are you talking about? It's a movie theater. You can't just, talk. Like, but that's on brand for her. No one else is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for saying? sure. Like, this is what but I'm doing. There were two oldies two rows ahead of us who were also talking just as loud and were making the same kind of comments. And she's like, see, they're doing it. And I go, yeah, but but yeah. they're ignorant, too. Like, I don't understand. They're and on the way out. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care. You're, <laughs> you don't, They didn't care in the last frame. You didn't care in the first, the second, the third act, whatever, all the way down the line. Yeah, you shouldn't be like descending into no one cares what yeah. I say, though. Yeah, no, but that's funny. Uh, man. Yeah, so ex machina. If that's the way you say it, I don't know if it is or isn't, but it's fine with me. I it was almost like because it was shot almost. They really had like one set. You know what I mean? It was like it was, the whole movie takes place inside this one structure. Oh, so really? Yeah. The, That's cool. There's just not a lot of room to move, which makes it super interesting. Like, I don't know. I'm I just waited for that movie go back and watch it again. to come on DVD if it's not yet. That it's got to be. That's like the one movie I saw in the theater in the past like six months. Well, what? Almost. Upgraded? Oh, I thought you were talking about... What's that? Oh, dude, remember? It was the only movie I went to see. Uh, it's about that 
a guy who basically like gets shot like in the neck and he gets paralyzed. But Remo put... Williams, the adventure begins. That's the one. Have you seen that? There's a big put rock a eater in, in it, and he levels everybody. No, then, I have no idea what you're talking. And then about. my wife sucks everyone into oblivion. A guy got shot in the neck. <clears throat> he gets shot in the neck. He gets paralyzed, and this guy's like, he basically, um, puts something. He does surgery, some surgical procedure in his spine to say now your brain is able to communicate with your body, whereas that bridge was severed. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm putting in your body is now that conduit, so you have it back. Only now, it's we can control it. No, it's a, it's it's better than you were so you can upload like almost kind of like matrixy yeah but but in real life so this dude has ai inside his brain and he can hear it what's the difference between that and the movie with scarlett johansson where she the same thing happened with her where she took those drugs and then she evolved into like a some sort of wi-fi person well, i don't know what that movie oh, okay. is but okay. i would say the boobs is a big difference yeah. but this one is like <clears throat> he's got ai inside his basically he can't control his himself anymore but he's got this ai in him that can so he'll go hey man we gotta we gotta go drive this car he'll be like a download a program to drive a car and it'll drive better than he ever could so of course he goes to find his killers you know Mm -hmm. and he's just kicking everybody's ass because now he's like it's like hey we have to survive survival instinct kicks in now his body's doing stuff he didn't want it to do but it's like we have to survive because we is us now it's great man It's, it's fucking great have you seen rima williams the adventure begins the nope. fact that it's called Remo Williams, subtitled The Adventure Begins, that's no. an 80s, that's the next one you're seeing. Yeah? Now, I told everybody you saw Sleepaway Camp, you chose not to see it. We're going to gloss right Dude, over I that until next Halloween. Okay. Yeah. That's an 80s movie. We don't even have to do it. That everybody saw in the 80s. Oh, my God. My kid wanted to watch a Halloween movie. I thought you were going to watch Ghoulies. No, since I saw Critters, okay. Ghoulies was the upgrade. Gotcha. I don't even have to do a review of Critters, but it was just great. It was it was it was amazing. It's almost like one of those like I can't believe this movie got and made. And you saw it before, so you no. Oh, well, then you seen, have to review it. I've never seen Critters. It's an before. '80s movie. It fits the. Do you want to know what Critters is about? Yeah, I'll tell you what Critters is about. Wait, I'll start your two minutes. Ready, go. Critters is about these little critter. They look like popples from the '80s. They look like little stuffed animal popples, but with scary teeth and red eyes. They are held, I think, slaves or captives on some weird moon that's near the Earth, but not too far away. Anyway, so they escape, and they take off, and they get on a ship, come toward Earth. Then there's these other aliens that were basically the keepers of the critters. They're like, oh no, the critters got away, so they follow the critters, and they just keep going like, we have to make sure that they don't eat. We gotta stop them before they eat. So they follow the critters. Critters, what do they eat? Uh, they don't say but so, so they get to her and then there's this one farm it's a very typical farm just dead stoic the mom makes turkey for dinner which was amazing and the kid walks on a sling, slingshot and the girl's like kind of sassy and she's a teenager everything is right as it should be in the world and the critters show up and um, they basically attack the family do they have feet and hands? yeah these critters they look like little popples uh, they're they're like little they look like a porcupine like a koosh ball. Yeah, they look like a koosh ball and a porcupine, and they have these little sharp teeth, and then they can shoot their quills out at you. Mm-hmm. And when their quills hit you, it turns into really bad um, makeup. <laughs> it turns into really bad like poofy makeups in your neck. And they kill uh, who's the guy who played the mummy? Billy Zane. Yes. Billy Zane's making out with the girl farmer, 
in the barn, and, and he's allergic to hay. And then they come up there, and then they, they shoot him in the neck, and then they kill him. And then somebody... No, not Billy Zane. The guy, yeah, the, the Billy guy, Zane is eating like Not Billy crazy. Zane. Billy Zane wasn't the mummy. The mummy was Brandon Frazier. Billy Zane was the mummy, no. The actual mummy himself? Yeah, oh, a, okay, I didn't know that. Or, oh, one okay. of, or one of them? Oh, I think it was one of them. Anyway, that's how I know. You got, you got, you got uh, seven seconds. All right, so then the critters come, and the family ends up beating all the critters. And uh, oh, and then there's one alien that looks like an time. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway, so you quick addendum: one eighties, one alien turns himself into an eighties rock star, and then they fight them back. But 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 the I have a- to check the rules. This might not be in the pot. But we, dude, the, the aliens that follow the critters that are like there to protect them, they don't do anything. They walk around killing humans and shooting and blowing stuff up, looking for the critters. And then is this the, a musical? Should have been. <laughs> and then at the end, they get the critters. Back into their ship, and then the kid throws his homemade dynamite, a Molotov cocktail, because the guys are drunk. They blow up the ship, and then they thank these aliens. They're like, thank you so much for helping, you know, and it's like, you guys didn't do anything. They drove around, and they wrecked a bunch of shit. Perception, so, man. Perception. <laughs> Critters is awesome. Go see Critters. It gets- Power uh, perceived is power achieved. Back. Critters gets three out of five popples. All right. All right. In my book. <laughs> Last but not least. What is the date today? I don't know. It's November first. Okay, November first. That's eleven two. No, it's eleven one. No, February is two. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna tell you. It was a good run. I'm out, Jerry. I'm out. You what? I'm out. I'm out. What what broke you? I'm assuming you're talking about the fact you must have eaten a chip. I ate a chip. You how long did you start? I didn't just eat a chip, dude. I ate a chip. And then it was like Dude, I was it like, begins. dude, I was like Artie Lang after it's like, dude, just do one bump. What's a big deal? I like woke up in the back of a cop car with like a syringe in my butt. I went to my buddy, John's. He says, we're going to have a great time. Set the ping pong table up. I don't know if I ever told you this. I'm quite a ping pong player. Set the table up. We got some beers. We're going to have a good time. I ate before I got there. I'm fine. I get there. I'm having beers, playing ping pong. They have a spread. It's tortilla chips. It's like all these like 12 different kinds of chips, right? And I was like... Sour cream and onion. But here's what I say. I think so, yeah. Salt and vinegar, perhaps. But I look at it, and they're like, oh, dig in. Have whatever you want. And I was like, oh, no. I don't do chips, guys. I'm playing. We're playing ping pong after a while. You know what did me in? Goddamn Takis. You know what a Taki is? No. A Taki like mm, They're called Takis. They're like... They're like a poor people taquito? It's like a... It's like a... What's poorer than a taquito? A Mexican potato chip. Okay. It's a Mexican chip you'd buy like... A, I want to say in the hood, but they probably have them at all these or something. Like any convenience store has Takis. They're basically... They're like... I don't know if they're like a tortilla chip or... They're not a regular potato chip. Like a tortilla chip, but... But rolled up. Like if you took a flat tortilla chip and it was soft and you rolled it up. Mm-hmm. So it's like a... Like yeah, a, they take a tortilla, they roll it up and they deep fry it. Yeah, okay. like what do you call those things? Like you like you seem like coffee houses, like chocolate. What yeah, do, I forget. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's kind of like that. And and dude, everyone's eating them. They look so good. It's chili lime, and I'm like, oh, dude, no, nah, I'm not gonna break my thing for this. And the guy's like, it's a taki, it's not a chip. A few more beers, and dude, it's a taki. It's like, and I was like, well, I want taki. I ate, dude, I ate a taki, and I sort of felt like I think I I think I broke the rules. I'm not sure. This goddamn Taki was, was, dude, it was so good that, like, five minutes later, this this entire bag's in my belly. And then, dude, from then, and then I was like, all right, I wasn't going to go crazy. I was like, Just right. naked with Takis all over you. Yeah, I was just like, listen, 
chili. I was like, you had a bad night, chili lime tacos. This doesn't mean you have to go off the rails. But then my, I was like, you know what? You, there's nothing. In, there's nothing in it for you. I started talking to myself. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing. Like, why am I not eating chips? Oh, just because I said so. That little voice. Yeah, the voice of reason, as I like to call him. He's like, just because you, because you said so. So then I came home. There was some hummus. I ate pretzels with hummus. I said, I don't. I still don't eat chips. I had a taki slip up. I'm eating pretzels. And then it just, it's just all the same. Wait a second. Then I went to El Jefe Tacos, and the lady brings me the boat, and I go, I already had tacos, or I already had takis. Oh, dude! By the by, this evening I was stealing my kids' chili cheese Fritos and just snorting them. So now you're you're, you're it's it's over. I, you don't want to reset. I don't want to. Here's the thing: I don't want to go back to the old me. But I mean, wh- here's the thing: if I stop now and then come Super Bowl, everyone's gonna go. Well, you didn't make it here because you ate takis, and then you and then you snorted chili cheese Fritos. And I'll go. Here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna celebrate my eight month chip. Chip. My chip mm-hmm. chip. I'm going to celebrate my eight months rather than decry my failure of one year. So, I haven't gone crazy yet, but I fully intend to one of these days. I'm back on the warrior path, so I'm not going crazy right now. But one of these days, I fully intend to get every chip I like and just, I want to like, I think I should be naked when I do this. I want to eat them all and just. I mean, you know I, I, mean? I feel like you had. A, I feel like you had a pretty good run, dude. I was like, I was it's like, it's almost resolution time anyway. Once I slipped up, I was like, listen, you can get right back on this horse. But I was like, but no one's gonna give you any credit. They're not gonna go. It hasn't been a year because it hasn't been. I think when you have, if it's a resolution like that, and you slip up, what's the point of getting back on the horse? I mean, you, you violated the resolution. It's over. And right. again, you almost made it to the point where we're gonna start over again anyway. I still have uh, November, December. I still have three months. Well, you to might go. as well enjoy it. Three months at this point. Why not? So now it's like, hey, listen. Now, but now I know you don't always have to eat chips all the time. So I can pepper them in. I want them to look crazy. But I am going to go have Mexican food tomorrow for lunch. And when they bring that chip basket, I'm going to say yes, please. Well, you just had Mexican food. It sounds like. Yeah, but the salsa was so. Th- El Jefe's got really good tacos, but or the Boss Man tacos now. But their salsa is so thin, like it's like almost like pouring hot sauce. It's no good. I'm gonna go to Gomez in Hammond tomorrow. Because mm. other people go where I where I work. They go there. Mm-hmm. Go there. And and I always eat there. And then now they go like, Hey, you want these sauce? You want chips? But now they got it down. They're like, oh Ben's here, like, don't give them chips. I'm gonna go, Nope. We'll see. Let's have it. two bag two baskets, please. Before we before we clear out of here, I do want to... So Fat Ben's coming back in a big way. I do want to say one thing. I always see this argument around Halloween where people do this. And I'm a nostalgic person. I'm not going to deny that I am. But people go like, you know, when I was growing up, I remember Halloween being from, uh, you know, 12 in the afternoon till 2.30 in the morning the next day. And, and everybody just liked it. And, and yeah. people liked giving out candy and... People like going around knocking on doors in the middle of the night. And then we then we went out and we smashed pumpkins and we did this and we did that. We triggered traded for two weeks straight. I'll and be you got honest raped, with you. You got raped. Maybe the hours were a little bit. You know, the, there was a vaster, wider range of hours. You yeah, know, maybe it was that. like I don't know, five o'clock in the evening till nine o'clock in the it evening. It might have been four hours instead of yeah, three. Or but, something. but but here's the thing. It's a good the two hours that it's it, that it's limited to now in most of these communities. What is like five to seven? Five to and seven. It, and around this time of year, it's dark around here. It's good enough. It gets dark by five forty. It, it's so. good enough. It's good enough. Agreed. So, I, and and because here's the thing: not only do I want to be done walking with my kid, 
I also want to be. I don't want to have to deal with getting up and giving having people come up and knock on the door asking for candy after seven p.m. either. So the whole thing's a wrap. Let's yeah. just let's just get it done. I think we did it longer, but I think as a kid, I remember I used to go. For those of you that know Hammond, I used to go from Kennedy and One Sixty Ninth all the way to the gift shop, which was Parish and. Uh, yeah, but weren't you running the whole? I mean, it was there a no, dead but sprint. I mean, but here's the thing: to hit as many as possible. It was an attempt to get a lot, but a lot of houses weren't open, didn't offer candy. So it's not like every house you got, mm. you'd skip a block here or there. I probably did it for three hours. You know what I mean? And now we're like, ah, it's only two hours and you do an hour and a half. So yeah, I did more, but I remember I would take a pillowcase and I would fill it, you know, on a, on a good haul, you'd fill maybe a third of it, half or something I, like that, I think which this- is a ton of candy. But uh, I looked at my kid's haul. Oh my God, I won't go into detail, but my kids had the best Halloween ever. Like, this dude had like a hayride and was a four-wheeler involved. There was a gaggle of kids. Like a murder Welcome throat. to Monster. Dude, Monster. Let me tell you something. Monster <laughs> You're doing knows, it right. Monster knows how to do Halloween. Dude, there's garages open and people have it decorated and lights and stuff. There's, there's pit, there's, there, there was uh, uh, big things of like ice chests full of like beer from when the adults came by. Like, everybody was in the act. It was amazing. Well- this I, is what I, I always I, thought that people in Munster did for Halloween. I was right about them. My wife, like I've told you before, during the Hanukkah season, just takes a gift and throws it in my kid's lap. She's like, happy Hanukkah. You know how she refuses to wrap gifts. Uh, That's awful. That's still the worst thing you've ever She also refuses to show. decorate the house, um, except for putting out hand towels in the guest bathroom that and, and salt shakers. Those are the only two things that, that she will do. Do you think any of this is a product of her just being busy? And maybe no, now because she... it's always been like that. It's been so, like that forever. That's just how she gets down. But this year, I mean, we really hit the most. We had the most pathetic little pumpkin, and I posted a picture of it on Instagram. <laughs> my 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 daughter at her elementary school, uh, they had like a family fun night. They had a little dance, and you go there and you could decorate a pumpkin. And so our pumpkin had some Elmer's glue on it, with some pipe cleaner stuck to it, and some googly eyes. You know, and uh, it wasn't even carved or gutted. One pumpkin? Yeah, one pumpkin. Out of and, the whole like family? This, yeah, the size of a of a of a of a mush ball, sixteen inch <laughs> softball. And uh That's a it's, gourd. there was no other decorations, there was no nothing. And That's as we're awful. walking around and we, we, we constantly are, are bitching at my wife me and my kids, like, let's do something. Let's put a couple of stupid headstones in the front yard. Let's do something, and she's like, "Nah, I'm not. It's stupid because you have to. Then you have to clean it up, and it's just a mess, and it looks it looks tacky." And but then as we're going around, she's like, "That's cute. Oh, that house is really cute." Person's got their dog dressed up as like a stupid uh, spider or whatever. Oh, it's so cute. I don't understand. Is it cute or is it not cute? What What's the deal? Shouldn't we? We should have decorated. Yeah, we. Maybe she just wants you to do it. No, she doesn't. Like she doesn't want just, it on her just, house. When you come I'm telling home. you, she does not. She did get me a uh, one of those light things that shows on your garage, but it's a it's a dreidel for the for the Hanukkah season. I remember that last year. Yeah, and nice. I told you, I was like, you know, you really don't want to advertise you're a Jew, and you know, I, yeah. I remember. people don't know, they don't need to know. So, yeah. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I remember when you first moved to this place, I was like, I couldn't find you. You're like, dude, it's the house with the dreidels all over. It. I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> It's clearly the uh, only true. house with the dreidels on it. True. I've lived in this community people. my entire life, and we we our numbers have grown to three. So they've only grown you guys because you've had, had kids. children. So that's it. Yeah, dude, I I missed the boat. I kept saying I had like I had um a couple pumpkins, like three graves, and a and a spider over my garage. That's it. It was so lame. I mean, I don't want to do Clark Griswold, but I feel like you dude, know, if you're gonna decorate Halloween's the one. Halloween and Christmas, oh for sure. Sure. So I kept saying, I'm going to go the day after Halloween, and 
and and I'm gonna spend like 200 bucks. I'm gonna clean up. And of course, my kid had like Girl Scouts and stuff, so I just didn't. Mm. Hopefully, they're open for a couple more days. I got to get in there. It's funny because I said this. You, my my son, he used to do a, a YouTube show. And so after Halloween, we would go and buy a bunch of, co- like every costume we could get for like, you know, a quarter of the price. Yeah. And we just had like a whole bin of like different wigs and swords and, you know, all kind of different costumes Got and whatnot. To. But, uh, why don't you go there tomorrow and then just bill me? Be like, dude, I got you. I got you a jump out spider. I'll bill you. All right. I got you an exorcist lady. Uh, I'll put a cap on the spending amount. And, this seriously, we are clearing out now, but I I, I want to remind you guys. Uh, I I know it's it's been it's been constant, but uh, our um, our merch store is going to close. I think in less than two weeks. So what that means is is we basically we got with Midwest Prince. We came up with a design. They're going to print it on a shirt. They're going to handle all the you know getting the shirts and printing it and then sending it out. And you do all your purchasing through their website, which the link is in our in. The link to our merch store is in the bio for the Hey My Man podcast Instagram and my personal Instagram, and it's all over our Facebook pages, um, so it's easy to find. But you have to make the purchase online. A couple of people have come up to me and said, hey, next time you see me, like bring me a sweatshirt. I wear an extra large, and I'm like, it's how it works. Um, the reason I did that was because I didn't want to have to pay a bunch of money up front and not know what sizes to order, so... That's why Mid- the good people at Midwest Prints are handling all that for us. So if you do want some merch, a shirt, a zip-up hoodie, or a pullover sweatshirt, all uh, our new graphic, um, you have to follow this link and buy that online. And so, like I said, the this online store will close in two weeks. And then once the online store is closed and all the orders are in, they will do the screen printing and then mail those out within two weeks of the online store closing. So... Get while the getting's good, because um, we probably won't offer any more merch until next year when uh, we either uh, you know offer the same thing or we spice it up a little bit with something different. So I just wanted to encourage you guys again to not wait. If you if you're interested, don't hesitate because it's it, once the store is closed, then that's it. And these are very nice hoodies. They're not the crummy boxy. Kind. Yeah, they're they're Bella Canvas is the brand. So and they're they're not. Um, they're not the boxy Gildan like free shirts you get from other places. They're not super thin. They are guaranteed to be the, your favorite T-shirt, your favorite hoodie, or your favorite zip-up. Um, Nobody would ever put these things in a cannon and shoot them to the three hundred section. They'd be too heavy and too quality. They would clog up the it's cannon. Too costly. It would clog up the it's cannon. Too nice for any cannon I've ever seen. So, with that being said, please rush over to the store and buy as much merch for uh, your family and friends uh, for the holidays. You don't have to give it to them till Hanukkah or Christmas, but you must buy it now. I let people think you're cool. You know, local podcast. Give them their cozy hoodie. Everybody's going to have a cozy hoodie. Speaking of, where's my koozie? Oh, dang it, dude. All right. Well, we Oh, will... one last thing. Oh. Um, Are friend... you back in the band? No. friend. Friend of the show, Kojak. Who I was talking about last week, I went to Franklin House to see him when I met uh, Matt Morris of Weird Time Recorded. Uh, Kojak just dropped an album today, and he's been working for a long time on it. Usually, he does like rap, and he's got people doing beats and blah blah. This is recording of his full band. It's only like five songs. It's called Amid the Madness. Go to Spotify and put in Kojak and Company. Not it's not Kojak. only five songs. It's five songs. It's five good songs. Five great songs. Are you on one of them? No, I'm not. 
No, he's doing an acoustic thing. I'm on that thing. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, so you're on another project. You guys I'm, collabed on another. This is not another pr- joint. Self promotion. This is just homie promotion. Gotcha. No, but it's it's legit, man. I listened to it twice through while I was in the gym today. It's really really. Can good. Can you buy it somewhere? Thank you for mentioning that. I should have said that because <clears throat> um, you're telling people just to listen to it for free. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're right. Cause that's how I do <laughs> stuff. Uh, I also have bought the album as well. Just like you can listen to us on iTunes or wherever for free, and you can buy a sweatshirt if you want to promote us. Um, you can listen to him on Spotify, but he's also on iTunes and all that. It's I don't know what it's a couple bucks a song. Buy this album. I feel like maybe Kojak could be in the next uh, rendition of A Star Is Born. And you know what? Which I, would he? Which one would he be? The, I don't uh, know. Would, I'd he ha- be, would he be the damsel on the piano? I'd have to see be? him. I'd have to see him scantily clad. You and I have to see how my body. If I make that noise, <laughs> so, if I if I set off the lunk alarm, I mean that'll tell yeah. you which which character he needs to be. So like he if, definitely won't be the googly eyed father. So, maybe he'd be the Sam Elliott dude. No, he'd have to be one. He'd have to be Bradley. No, Cooper. he'd be the star. Okay, so if, so if, Lady Gaga. So if he's laying on the bed and you go, Ugh, right. like, then you know, right? A star. Once you hear that lunk alarm go off, <laughs> Kojak makes your lunk alarm go off. That's when you know he's got that a little something that just can't be uh, purchased. Exactly. All right, we'll see you next week. Later. If hip-hop is dead, then you're hearing a ghost. Peter Vakeman couldn't save you from my theories and quotes. I'm here to promote skill when I go. It's about as ignorable as Kanye West at award shows. We're more controlled by instinctual polls than the rational thought we would need to uphold. These raps have been brought as my method to cope. With a total blow becoming a combat zone. It's not a sad poem to get you mad, so. Cry and try to laugh at some of the madness shown. My antidote when I'm sick of the whole grind is listening to dope rhymes to grow when I scold. A flow so live, you'll find zombies in line trying to siphon some life when I rock mics. If you're not quite ready for my plan of attack, stand in the back, real rap fans know where it's at. You wanna wild out? You wanna move? If so, just know this one's for you. You wanna get down? You wanna groove? If so, just know this one's for you. You up tight? Wanna get loose? If so, just know this one's for you. You like this sound? You like this groove? If so, just know. You know, thrown into a life with no decision to say so. It's a roll of the dice, and at times it can be fatal. Some pick religion, I'll stick with Plato. Hey, don't assume I'm sharing stereotypes with belligerent bigots reciting their arrogant lies. Some might think all whites are either rich or racist. I'm neither of the two. Forget the ignorant statements. Look at the latest generations rappers, rockers, and kids skating, all influenced by the same shit. This arrangement is state of the art. If any fakes wanna start, they'll be taken apart. Cause I spit bars like I chew my way out of a prison cell Give them hell, they gave it to me cause I'm an infidel Leaving the path of vanishing trees Like a lumberjack's axe when he swings Pass it to me You wanna wild out? You wanna move? If so, just know This one's for you You wanna get down? You wanna groove? If so, just know This one's for you You uptight? Wanna get through? If so, just know This one's for you You like this sound? You like this groove? If so, just know This one's for you you better be 
ready for excellent tunes. This is Skyway music. I'm repping the crew, and I really don't mind what competitors do. Better group full of mimes sound better than you. Keep your eyes glued to my alphabetical moves. I got A B's, elemental P's, and Z's too. A lot of these fools are like fake bomb threats. Bunch of commotion with no explosion on deck. But when I'm sent, I'll leave the whole block level over Scott's instrumentals, screaming like hot kettles. We'll be on the top level. Many are bottom feeding, dumbing down the lyrics for a lot of reasons. One of them being they think the people are too stupid to receive them. Prove them wrong, let a little intelligence sneak in. It doesn't mean that I'll be lecturing or preaching, just giving you my best every second that I'm speaking. You wanna wild out? You wanna move? If so, just know this one's for you. You wanna get down? You wanna groove? If so, just know this one's for you. You up tight? 